Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're having a good Tuesday, and I hope you're doing well. Well, let's see. First off, we have an email I got a while ago from a guy named Dan G, also known as the Young Grognard, Y-U-N-G. For a minute, I thought he was a psychologist or something, the Young Grognard. <laughs> anyway, he says, hey there, I know my email address and podcast may seem like a big old, big old homage to you, but I promise I came up with the name for my podcast before diving into your material. Fair enough. I just wanted to drop a line and say I'm a big fan of your podcast, and now that I have my own started up, your podcast is both inspiring content and my opinions. Good, as I say. In fact, I talked about the use of steam-powered gear a little bit on my most recent episode about weapons on my show. Really Really glad that you have some great things to say and offer the OSR community to offer the OSR community, and I'm hoping to do the same with my show, Young Grognard. May be a silly play on Young, but it's hard to be clever sometimes, you know? No, I think it's fine. In any case, you know, I'll be listening to you in future episodes, and I'll be sure to send some opinions in. Hope to hear back soon. Dan G, a.k.a. the Young Grognard. Well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate that, and I'm glad I'm inspiring you. I assume your show is on Anchor. Otherwise, because I didn't get a, I didn't get a, a link or anything like that. So, I'm just going to say it's on Anchor. So people go check out to show Young Grognard, Y-U-N-G Grognard. I think it's the Young Grognard. I'm not sure. So, what are we going to talk about today? What I'm going to talk about today is resource management in in the game. I want to talk a little bit about it because somebody mentioned it the other day and it just sort of sparked my interest. Because how do you handle resource management as a dungeon master? I know how the players are supposed to handle it. They are supposed to conserve their resources or at least use them wisely. You know, torches go out, spells are answered, items run out of charges, things, you know, things happen and you got to just figure out, okay, you know, I've I've seen good resource management. I've seen bad resource management because because you, you never know what you're going to run into in, say, in a dungeon or even in a wilderness encounter. So you got to be prepared for pretty much anything. I mean, some people don't. I mean, they they I've been watching I've been watching all these bushcraft videos showing you how to use the land to to make things better and make. Th- things that you need with your axe and your knife and all that other stuff. But at the same time, you got to take the right things into the wilderness, into the dungeon with you. And it gets to the point, you, you can get to the point where you just got to restock, either restock or live off the land. In fact, if you're using a skill-based system, they should, uh, it's probably part of, probably a skill that rangers would have, or some other characters, if you use a separate skill-based system, rangers usually have something like that on their in their class description. But I don't see why anybody else could do that. As far as a secondary career, you could be a woodsman. You could have been a woodsman before you picked up the sword and went adventuring. And maybe you do that in your spare time. Maybe you're just a part-time adventurer, so you know how to work the land 
to get what you want. But at the same time, you got to make sure you're stocked up with certain things. A bow is no good without arrows. A, a crossbow is no good without bolts. Yes, you can make them. You can make them in the woods or something like that, but it would be easier if in the next town to uh, plop down a few silver or a gold or something and get some arrows. So that's just common sense right there. And as far as iron rations go, I never worry about rations, but there may become a time when you're stuck knee-deep in a dungeon, say third level, fourth level, and you run out of food. What do you do then? It'd be handy if you had somebody like a ranger who specialized in underground. That would ha be handy. He'd know what herbs to eat, what mushrooms to pick, what 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 lichen to to use, and things like that. One of the favorite, and also one of the favorite skills I I like to have my character have is cooking, cooking and or brewing. If you're the cook. If you're cookie, you're always looking for something to eat, something that you can fix the troops, which is not, there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, you got to keep track on, the players should keep track either on a character sheet or having one player designated as the provisioner or something like that to keep, to keep things, you know, to, to, to make sure the resources last. They used to do that in, God, should I say it, cattle drives and other places like that out in the West. I don't see why you shouldn't do it there. And if something happens, you lose your, you know, you lose most of your supplies, you're going to have a problem. All the gold and the jewels that you come out of, you can't eat them. And you may be in a situation where that's all you have. You run across somebody who charges you through the nose because they know they have you out of over a barrel, even for water. So that's the resource management thing. I think you should pay at least a little attention to it. I don't like doing it as a DM, but I expect the players to a little bit. I mean, mages and clerics are already used to doing that with their spells and prayers. They're used to doing that because they have to do it if they're going to go down somewhere where they can't replenish stuff. Say you're in a... Say you're in a like I said, say you're deep in a dungeon and and the magic user runs out of spells. Yes, he can get them back with a with a a good night's sleep or something like that if he can get a good night's sleep. But if you're playing an edition, say first edition, that relies on a lot of them rely on material components and you can't find any in the dungeon, you're screwed. The same with a say you're a, a cleric and you're in an area or another dimension or someplace where you can't commune with your god or your deity, and you can only get, I know, I think there was a, there's a rule in one of them, and, and most of them is like, priests can get first to third level spells without communing with their god, but if they need something that packs a little more punch, they have a problem, if they cannot commune with their god, say you're on Ravenloft, good luck with that, that's what I'm saying there, so, so, resource management is something that players should think about, and the DM, I mean, there's no reason why NPCs can't run out of stuff, too. It happens. Even even the lowly orc can run out of things. Their weapon can break. They don't have... The ogre shaman doesn't have the blood of a chicken with him to cast something. You know, that kind of thing. So, I'm not saying you're just... I'm, you know, I'm telling players and DMs, don't go overboard with it, but be aware of it. I'm always, you know, if I'm playing a character that has a ranged attack, if I if it's 
anything other than, say, a sling, because you can always find rocks, I have to keep track of the arrows or bolts I use. And after a combat, I ask the DM, am I going to be, I'm, he says, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to go retrieve my arrows. Now, whether I retrieve my arrows or not, it's up to the DM. I've had DMs say, okay, if you say you're doing it, you're doing it and you get them back. I've had other DMs say, roll percentile dice or some other dice to find out which ones are still usable. Because they do break, they can break attacking that ogre over there. So that's one way to do it. Encumbrance is, an, is well, to me, encumbrance is like a whole nother show. But that's something else you got to think of, how much it weighs. When I go to a convention and I'm not driving, if I'm flying, I've got to pay attention to how much stuff I take versus how much stuff I can get away with to take back. I mean, it's the same thing if I'm driving. And it's a little bit, it's a little different when I'm driving because I can bring more stuff, but at the same, or take more stuff with me. But at the same time, you know, I can't, it gets to the point where it's ridiculous. If you're taking all this stuff here, I'm always trying, every year when I go to North Texas, I'm always trying to cut down, cut down, cut down. And if you're flying in like somebody like, say, Eric Tinkar, who flies in from Brooklyn, it, you got to pay attention to that. You really do. And so do the player characters. And the DM should at least keep an eye on it, keep an eye on them. I'm always of the, of the, I'm always of the opinion that if you can take things to hold things in temporarily, that's great. Take a few extra sacks. I told my DM a couple of weeks ago, I, I took a Dutch oven. He says, why do you want a Dutch oven? He says, I'm the cook. Well, I I know also that a Dutch oven is something else I can carry something in to get out of where I am. Until and I can still use it for cooking, but I can I can throw that that small sack of gold I found and just put it in there. Yes, it'll weigh a little more, but what treasure doesn't? That's what I'm saying. So the less you take in, the more you can take out, but at the same time you gotta remember what you're who what the what you're using up that's the bottom line right there so you can take that use it i gotta go start my day if you want to talk to me about it oldmancrognargmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail on anchor and we are monetized so as little as 99 cents a month you too can help support this program and i would thank you thank you to my supporters jonathan dorje wendell jesson oliver shriek gilbert soros and Mark C. Walring and Juan Carlos Llewellyn. You guys are great. And don't forget Mark C. Walring's, Walring's podcast, The Yawning Albert. And don't forget, we've still got until the 19th for Tom Wilson's Off the Beaten Path City Excursions, which are great adventures, plot hooks, things for cities in your role-playing game. It ends on the 19th. He's already funded, but go in there if you want to get a really great book. He's a really good writer, and he... That's his latest one. So check out the Kickstarter at kickstarter.com. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.